Welcome to Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries of Greenwood, South Carolina. I'm your host, Chaplain Gray. Today's episode is the last of a series called A Special Strength. If you have not listened in on the entire series, I invite you to do so. Start with part one and take it all in. We are completing our look at the first responders and those who work to protect and to serve their communities. My guest today is Dylan Stone, an emergency services chaplain with an organization serving emergency agencies in the Durham, North Carolina area. Again, thanks for joining us, and here is the conclusion of my chat with Chaplain Dylan Stone. Well, we'll we'll get to prayer because that's an obvious way that community members can can support the first responder community. Um, but other other than prayer, are there things that a community can do uh, to support that that first responders and and those different agencies? What kind of things can can you suggest that that would be ways that that you know a church or a or a civic group or somebody that they want to support those guys and gals? in their job, what what kind of things can they do uh, to help them out and support them? Yeah, so, of course, you know, pre-pandemic, the way to anyone's heart was through food. Right, Um, right. That's always been, uh, that's always been, been been really, I'd say, in in easy or, um, or just a very well thought of way to, to let your first responders know you care about them. You know, a lot of churches and civic right. organizations would provide food for first responders, um, mm-hmm. for different events or, you know, for holidays. Um, right. of course, you know, now that we're in the pandemic, things have changed a lot. You know, departments mm-hmm. may be mm-hmm. a little more, uh, a little more cautious about, you know, people bringing food in or even just having right. people, you know, in the building because, you know, we, we want to make sure that we can distance and do the things right. that, you know, the government tells us are, are good during a pandemic. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I would say definitely just something that's very easy, very tangible. Um, just mm-hmm. be diligent to thank responders if you see them. Right, um, right. You know, I mean, if you see them out in public or, you know, and I know this may manifest differently for some people, but um, one of the things I like to do, and it's just an easy way to tell people you love them, is that if I'm out and I see uh, responders at a restaurant, I'll buy their meal. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not, sure. not, not because they expect it. You know, I certainly our right. responders don't expect that. Um, but it's just right. an easy way to say, Hey, I love you. I appreciate you. Um, I'm thankful for what mm-hmm. you do. Um, right. I actually heard a piece of advice from, uh, from one of our, uh, folks here, uh, near where we're at who, who gave a really good idea. They said, if you see, um, uh, folks, uh, with EMS that are working on an ambulance or a mm-hmm. fire department, um, you know, you can actually offer to go through the drive-through for them, especially right now because of the pandemic. Because right, you can't right. fit a fire truck or an ambulance through, through a drive-through. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, I, I mean, that. it was something very, very unique, something I'd never thought of. And so, uh, uh-huh. yeah, that's uh-huh. something that I've tried to watch out for. If I see them and I see them, you know, sitting in the parking lot, you know, they might be, trying to get food and, you know, I make the offer. Right. So, sure. sure. Yeah, so just very easy thing. Yeah, just, just you know, if you can, uh, just be very, um, very diligent to thank them. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. can buy their food and things like that. And, of course, you know, 
always, if you want to do something for the entire department, always try to um, get approval from the department, you know, before we right. go doing things, just because we want to make sure we abide by um, guidelines and do things the appropriate sure. way. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things that I find myself doing is uh, I can't, when I see a deputy riding by me, I can't necessarily see who that is. Um, right. I, I, you know, I see the number of the car, and I can go look it up, you know. Um, but but I just find myself waving at them. You know, when they go by, yep. I mean, it's just, just a friendly way, you know. I mean, I like that when I'm going down the highway or if I'm out in my yard and somebody drives by, they just throw their hand up. You know, it's like, hey, man, how you doing today? Yeah. Yeah, so I just, I yeah. just throw my hand up, same way to them. And um, yeah, absolutely. I think that can just be that, absolutely. just something simple. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, if, if people uh, in, enjoy praying and and, uh, and really feel called to pray for others, and, and obviously praying for their protection is something that, that is just top of the shelf to pray for their protection. But what are other things that we can do and have, have our community do? What other, other things can we pray for these guys and gals about? I mean, are there things that, that – are needed that they depend on that we can that we can pray about and, and ask the Lord to provide them. What what kind of things would that be? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. Of course, like you said, you know, protection being the uh, the biggest prayer request. You know, they do very dangerous jobs. Um, but right. something else we talked about is their uh, their endurance. Okay. Um, pray, sure. you know, pray for their, pray for their ability to continue to do their job. You know, pray for their mm-hmm. um, emotional and mental and physical health, um, because those are those are big things that you know they go along with protection. But um, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. many first responders experience burnout. Right. Um, a lot of departments, a lot of departments are short staffed. Um, mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. we just sent in our newsletter um, last month. Uh, talking about some of the key, uh, some of the key prayer requests for law enforcement right now, and one of those is recruiting. Wow. Um, okay. A lot of departments okay. are are understaffed, and a lot of departments mm-hmm. are struggling to get the staffing that they need. Right. Right. Um, and I mean that. I mean that's across yeah. the board. That's not just law enforcement. Mm-hmm. That you mm-hmm. know would include fire and EMS. Um, sure. And I would be I would be remiss if I didn't. Uh, I didn't mention as well that there is a group that often gets overlooked, and those are our communicators. Right. Um, the folks that are working in the 911 centers uh, for our departments, mm-hmm. for our cities, and our agencies that um, that are the ones taking the 911 calls. They're the ones that are having to mm-hmm. um, determine determine in real time, you know, what what kind of call is this? You know, who do we need to send right. to this particular right. call? What is this person's emergency? And so. Um, you know, they, they struggle as well with a lot of the physical, mental, emotional aspects of, I mean, it, it takes a toll on them and their families as well. And, um, you know, sure. we consider them in our ministry, um, we consider them to be every, every bit as much of a first responder as anyone that's, you know, in, oh, in the emergency vehicle. Absolutely. And so, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so definitely praying for them, but, you know, praying for our recruiting, praying for the individual safety. Um, you know, the emotional, mental, and physical health of those that are, mm-hmm. that are serving in these capacities is huge. Um, because sure. at the end of the day, we, we need our first responders and we, um, you know, we, we need them to be healthy. 
And Absolutely. so pray for that. Absolutely. Pray for you know. Pray for the departments. Pray for department leadership. Um, yes. You know the, that's good. Yeah. The leadership in our departments they often have to make difficult decisions. Um, they mm-hmm. have to not only look out you know for the what's best for their their personnel but for the community as, as a whole. And so um, pray for them. Pray that the Lord would um, would just walk alongside them as they navigate some of these things and um, just make those difficult decisions. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's super. That's great. Good suggestions. Well, just as a kind of as a final question, Dylan, I, um, you know, I, I'm hoping that, that there will be members of the first community, the first responder community that will be listening in. And, um, so, uh, for them or and maybe their families that might be listening in, is there, is there something that, that you would like to, for them to hear today, a message that you can, that you can give them today and, and, uh, in hopes that the Lord will will have them uh, listening in and and uh, and hear hear something special that that might touch their heart. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, if you're a first responder or family of a first responder, and you you happen to stumble upon this this podcast, uh, just just hear it from me that uh, that we need you. We mm. we need you. Uh, we love you, and uh, and we want you to know that you're not walking through this alone, that we want to help carry this burden with you. Um, personally, you know, I can tell you that I'm absolutely available to you. Um, you can reach me. My number is 919-808-2056. And so if there is anything that you need, um, you can absolutely call me. I would love to, to hear from you um, and help you uh, walk through this and just know that you're not alone and that, Again, we we need you, we appreciate you, and uh, we pray for you daily. Hmm. Great. Super message. Thank you. Well, Dylan, that's great. I, I appreciate you being on the, being on the podcast, and um, I look forward to uh, getting this series uh, out there and, and done with a number of different guests. And uh, I will say that uh, I've enjoyed uh, working on some of the uh, training that your organization is offering, and and I'm working my way through that, and it's been well done, and uh, it's been a help to me both as a chaplain and as a pastor uh, with some of the topics. Uh, so um, I do appreciate the organization uh, that's uh, located in Durham, North Carolina, and, and through a number of counties, uh, as you said. So thank you very much, Dylan, for being on the show, and um, we, uh, we hope that uh, uh, many folks will, will hear our conversation. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me on, Gray. I appreciate uh appreciate what you're doing, taking time to to cover this uh very important topic of first responders and um yeah, just hearing about ways that we can be ministering to them and loving them. So I'm grateful for you and uh yeah, you're grateful for what you're doing. I am so thankful to Dylan and my previous guest, retired Sheriff George Irwin from Henderson County, North Carolina, and Coroner Sonny Cox. Throughout the series, we've tried to give you an insight into the first responder community and the strength these men and women must have in order to do the jobs they do. Thank you also for listening. We'll take a break for a few weeks, but be back in January 2021. May you find that special joy in knowing the hope of the world, Jesus Christ, as we celebrate his birth. May the Lord shower his blessings upon you 
in the new year. Thank you once again for joining us today on Training for Godliness, the podcast program of Spiritual Fitness Ministries. Remember, His steadfast love endures forever. Until next time, this is Chaplain Griffin.